usually, uh, I don't know how many of you been, have been in here before, usually we just go through, we talk about some sports. Aaron usually joins, but uh, he is not here, he is busy today, so you just get me today. Uh, just ask questions, yep, nice. First question, Royce Lewis. Um, this is for Little Do High End. I said that right? Um, who's to say? Royce Lewis had a pretty poor year, uh, stats-wise. For those of you who don't know, he hit uh, 236, 290, 371 between high A and double A, with both of them being about even uh, stats-wise. <clears throat> Not a great year. Has been hitting better in fall league here in three games. Has a double and a home run already. Uh, three hits and 11 at-bats, so not too bad. Um, but he had a poor year. I read some things that it was uh, mechanical with him, and the Twins were just trying to let him figure it out on his own before helping him. Um, we'll see if that was the right choice long-term. Hopefully they'll have some ideas on what he can do. Uh, in the future. We'll find out. Right now, I still like Royce Lewis. I still think he definitely has the talent. you got to remember he's 20 years old in AA. Um, so, excited for him. I wouldn't panic about him. Investment talk about Joey Bart. Dude's a stud. He's going to be the Giants catcher. Hit two home runs the other day in Fall League. Uh, but obviously his cards are already really expensive, so and he's going to be up. He's going to be up in the majors probably within the next year. So there's not a ton of room for minor league growth, which is what a lot of time I look for, more so than draft, investing in somebody that I think is going to be in the majors, investing in an A ball and letting him grow in Double A AA and Triple A, and then uh, uh, cashing out before the inevitable majors and either they perform well and it goes up or they perform poorly and it goes down. I don't want to take the chance. So Hans Krauss is the guy to watch out of baseball for over in baseball in 2017. Hans Krauss. Not only does he have a spectacular name, but for life basketball cards, thinks he's the guy to watch. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Hans Krauss is, he is a pitcher for the Rangers. He was drafted, let's see here, second round two years ago. Had a little bit of a... His year was fine. 4-4-1 ERA in uh, 87 innings in A-ball. Not exactly what you want to see, but he did have 87 innings, 76 strikeouts, 1.198 whip. I don't have his fan graphs page up or else I, I would look at it. Not a spectacular year, not a terrible year. You know, name to watch, name to watch. I don't get to watch much Rangers uh, minor leagues, so not overly uh, in on Hans Kraus here. Oh, you play, you played with him. Dang, high school uh, for life basketball cards? Because uh, that is sweet, and I hope he does well, just so you can be like, yeah, I played with him uh, when he hits the majors. Um, Spencer Vora, Baker Mayfield, 
You got a specific question about Baker Mayfield? Just wanted to yell, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Had an all right game yesterday, considering uh, that offensive line is absolute trash all day. He was running for his life from uh, uh, the pass rush of the Rams. Obviously, have a good pass rush, and the Rams are good enough they can make uh, Clay Matthews look good again. I think he had like two sacks. At least when I was watching, he had two sacks. I don't know if he had any before that point. Um, but Baker was run for his life all day, and the Rams obviously are good, but it's terrifying for a team that has a young quarterback and used to have a good offensive line to no longer have a good offensive line. So I don't know how I feel about that. Where's dead? What up, Nate? Get taller. That's true. That's true. I should get taller. I think that ship has sailed, though. Pretty firmly planted in here at 5'6". Five, 5'7 five, on a good day, though. So, we'll see. Tyler Alexander. And this is for... Well... I would say that if you're talking about the pitcher, Tyler Alexander, for the Tigers, I wouldn't be overly excited about him, specifically because he's a relief pitcher profile. Uh, I know he's been a starter in years past, but he's probably got some relief pitcher upside here. Strikes out a fair number of guys. Doesn't walk a ton of guys, but pretty rough year. Five one three. He's twenty five, so I would not, I would not be investing in Tyler Alexander. If you end up having some of his cards, then just hold on to him and see if he can become a dominant reliever. I don't see him becoming a, a stud pit, a stud starter or anything. Ah, yes. Astro World Sports. Oh, nice. High school and uh, traveling baseball. That's awesome. Uh, thoughts on Elvis Martinez? Uh, as many of you know, well, I'm sure as many of you know, uh, Aaron loves, Aaron specifically loves Elvis Martinez from the Blue Jays. Um, it's one of his guys along with uh kid from the Astros. I I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head, but Orelvis Martinez is a shortstop slash third baseman for for uh, the Blue Jays. He's got really good raw power, and he looks like he will probably move to third base, not shortstop. Doesn't really exactly have the defensive chops. It might even have to move to a corner outfield spot, whereas uh, a little bit above average arm can play up. He played in rookie ball this year, hit 275, 352, uh, 549, walked 8.6% of the time, struck out only 17.8% of the time. So, and had some pop, seven home runs in 40 games. So he's very exciting uh, name to watch. And, excuse me, I understand why people are really excited about him. I just don't think he's going to stick at shortstop. So then you really have to hope he plays third base or a corner outfield, and if he's not good at those, you know, it probably will be a move across the diamond to first base. We'll see. I don't think that will end up happening at first base. Also remember that he's young, 17, had great numbers in rookie ball. so Or Dominican Summer League ball, I should say. <laughs> 
You played with David Fletcher on the Angels? That's incredible. You must be very excited about the year he just had. Uh, had a had a spectacular. David Fletcher has had a spectacular year. Pretty down year for uh, the Angels in general, especially with Mike Trout's injury. But David Fletcher is a nice bright spot. Um, has an exact uh, exactly a 100 WRC plus on the year. Uh, which is league, league average, but his defense is so good, he's been worth 3.2 Fangraphs wins above replacement. So, that's pretty sweet that you you played with David Fletcher. He's a very nice player. would love to have him on my team. Uh, what's up, everybody that joined? I'm scrolling through here, and uh, so I'm a little bit behind, so welcome to those of you that have joined. Yeah, your only baseball card. Well, you got to get into that more. I know you're into hockey. Um, but, oh yeah, that's who it was, uh, Nova from the Astro, uh, from the Astros, couldn't remember it. Bo Bichette or Vlad long-term? Bo Bichette definitely has, card, and then this is for card parlor, uh, Bo Bichette definitely has the defensive upside that Vlad does not have. Uh, Vlad's probably going to be a first base slash DH in the future, um, whereas Bo Bichette will stick in the middle infield for a long time. That being said, I still believe in Vlad's bat. I think I just saw a report the other day that said he's never worked out a day in his life, so maybe a little bit more working out, a little bit of conditioning, and he'll be in much better shape for a full season, full 162-game season. Um, I'm still super excited about Vlad. His bat has some serious pop in it, as we've seen by his exit velocities this year. So... I still think I have to go Vlad, though it's closer than it was three months ago. I will tell you that much. His brother's pretty good as well. Played with him. He plays outfield and got better. Oh, dang. Uh, what's his brother's name? If not David. Uh, gonna end up getting, uh, gonna get, end up getting signed by the, uh, Angels, too. All right, we got a question here on Taryn Vivera, if I'm saying that right. Another another second base slash shortstop prospect for the Dodge, or Dodgers, for the Rockies. Um, the Rockies' eighth overall prospect based on fan graphs. He's playing in A-ball. He's 22 years old. A little old for A-ball, but that's okay. Uh, 22, hitting 318, 409, 489. Um, he was a college draftee, so you kind of expect him to do well in a ball like that. I really probably won't have too much. Obviously, they're really good numbers. He walked 13.7% of the time. He struck out 13.7% of the time. He had 10 home runs. He obviously had a very good year. And this is coming from a second baseman slash shortstop. The issue is, like I said before, college player. I would like to see him perform in high A, double uh, A before anointing him a solid player or not. So, but a name to watch, that is definitely for sure. Do you think Joey Gallo is a potential, a uh, possible investment? He was definitely an interesting investment at the start of the year when he lit the world on fire and then he got injured and I don't know. There's always 
there's always that, uh, what word am I looking for? I like that. Uh, fatigue. Joey Gallo probably has fatigue. He's been in the majors for a while. He's kind of what he is. Um, he started hitting for better average this year. Maybe healthy, if he's healthy next year and keeps doing it, there's some potential upside. But I think people might just kind of forget, per se. But if you can get him cheap enough in the offseason, then this goes for literally everyone. Uh, one second. If you can get him cheap enough in the offseason, uh, you know, always a potential investment. But me, personally, I would probably stick, stay away from Joey Gallo. Cal Mitchell is your under-the-radar investment. Um, Cal Mitchell, was that the guy that had, uh, for the Pirates, that had the, the uh, yeah. So Cal Mitchell had base autos that were short-printed or damaged or something. So his base autos are only, there's only like 100 of them apparently. Um, and even... And people are paying more for him than they were for, like, the greens, which was weird at the start of the season. But Cal Mitchell is definitely interesting. A lot of pop. A lot of pop in the bat. 15 home runs in 493 plate appearances. Um, and he's only 20. He's left-handed. Uh, one issue is that he struck out 28.8% of the time in A-plus ball which is not something you want to see. But you remember he's 20. There's definitely some upside there. It's just he's pretty much been the same every single year he's gone on. Uh, in rookie ball in 2017, he had a 104 WRC+. Plus. And uh, for those who don't know what WRC+, plus is weighted runs created. It sets average and takes in park factors and stuff. Uh, 120 in 2018, 110 in 2019, going up a level each year. So it hasn't been like he's been getting better. He's just been staying the same, which is uh, slightly concerning. Um, did any of you... Questions are out here, so I figured we'd talk about... Uh, any of you get to watch the Cubs? Any of you Cubs fans out there? I would love to, uh, to know if any of you are Cubs fans out there because I would like to say I'm not sorry. I'm definitely not sorry. All that money, I don't know how many of you pay attention to baseball in here, but all that money that the Cubs spent, 20-plus on Cole Hamels and 20-plus on Hugh Darvish and 20-plus on John Lester and a ton of money on Ben Zobrist and a ton of money on Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and Jason Hayward, and they're going to miss the playoffs. It's a beautiful thing. Um, they had... I just saw end of year figure was they had like a hundred million more dollars in payroll than the Brewers, and they had a hundred and they were plus a hundred and eleven runs, so they they scored a hundred eleven more runs than they gave up, whereas the Brewers on the year have uh, scored two less runs than they've given up, and yet the Brewers are going to make the playoffs and the Cubs aren't. It's a beautiful thing. Um. Any other questions? Otherwise, you got any football questions? Obviously, we just had we just had the NFL uh, week three happen. A lot of a lot of interesting things happened yesterday. A lot of backup quarterbacks playing. 
that Allen kid from Allen kid from the Panthers looked really good the other day. Josh Allen from Buffalo looked really good. Uh, Gardner Minshew, obviously, won again against Tennessee. Tennessee was one of those teams that looked pretty good. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, Daniel Jones, who also looked really good against the Buccaneers. Obviously, the Buccaneers, but, you know, first start, 336 yards, two touchdowns, not bad. All right, Jimmy. I have a small stash of Gliber update rookies coming from PSA soon, so I'm hoping for a deep Yankees run. You, uh, I, well, let's put it this way. If the Yankees play the Twins, you're guaranteed a deep run because the Twins cannot beat the Yankees to save their lives. So you'll be in, uh, you'll be in good shape. Um, how many, uh, how many Gliber updates do you have? Any more questions? Uh, I know this is... Uh, it's about... It can be about minor league rookies. It can be about NFL, NBA. We're just talking, chatting, Jose. But if you got a question on a minor league rookie, I'd be happy to try to answer anything you got. But... Again, sorry for the late notice. I know we didn't put up anything about Instagram Live today and then uh uh so that limits the people that know about it limits the questions that are being asked so you know a little bit of a slow a little bit of a slow thing dang you got 20 uh glyber updates yeah that's gonna be real nice a nice little uh, payout for you if he does you know hits a home run in the alds that'd be solid uh as for Jose Rodriguez, we love Grayson Rodriguez. The kid's a stud. Uh, Orioles' best pitching prospect, in my mind. Has a nasty fastball, has a nasty slider. <clears throat> he's got a nasty curve. I mean, he's a, he's a three-pitch guy with a fourth pitch of a changeup. He's got average command. He, he struck out 12, uh, 12 and a half guys per nine innings, had a 2.68 ERA, a 2.64 fifth. I mean, there's not much, there's not much else to say. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez is a stud. If you're lucky enough to invest in him uh, early on, you're definitely sitting pretty. But, yeah, me and Aaron, we really like Grayson Rodriguez, and he's one of those guys that the Orioles can build around as they're, as they're uh, figuring out the next step of their franchise. They don't have much. But they have Grayson Rodriguez. 2018 update and 2019 Heritage hair numbers seem to be great for quick PSA flips. Yeah, uh, Aaron would obviously know better about than me. But if you can get, if you can get uh, some update that looked good and just and just grade it, you know, with like uh, uh, Juan Soto type guys or Gleyber Torres or anybody like that, and it gets a good grade you're instantly making profit. The problem is lately is you're having to wait, you know, 90 days for PSA to get your 45-day submission back. So, fly, goes fly, so much prospecting in baseball, yes. Uh, 
there is an unbelievable amount of prospecting. It's my favorite thing about baseball. I mean, obviously, I love the game. I love watching the Brewers play and stuff. But the prospecting side and trying to figure out who's going to be good and who's going to be bad and why players fail and stuff like that is uh, an interesting, just an interesting thing. Like, you can get the best player in the world that has the most talent, and if he doesn't have the work ethic, kind of out of luck, especially if you invested in him. Um, so prospecting is uh, its a challenge, but it's fun. You think better than Buddy at that age? Buddy all hyped up. Um... So, Buddy was like the third overall pick, I believe. Or Buddy, Bundy. Dylan Bundy was the like third overall pick. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez was the 11th overall pick, obviously. Um, let me grab his uh, stats here real quick. So... Dylan Bundy. Uh, I'd say Bundy probably had more hype, um, but I kind of like Grayson Rodriguez a little bit better just because uh, cheaper, uh, one would imagine. I uh, Dylan Bundy's kind of one of those things that's been so long, and he's such a disappointment that uh, and so many injuries. So... Um, Eastern Carolina Cards, what's up? Glad to have you. Oh, here, you got a question here, too. Nice. What's your take on Bryce Terang? As a Brewers fan, I really like Bryce Terang. I think he's going to be a good player. The thing about uh, cards and uh, cards and investing is that even if you think a guy's going to be a good player, he doesn't always, doesn't always mean he's a good investment. And I think that's where we're at on Bryce Terang. I really like him. As a player, and I'll pull up his stats for you guys here. Uh, you know, a solid, a solid defensive shortstop with contact ability, a good eye, um, will stick at shortstop. There's no doubt about that. And good speed, really good speed, but just an absolute lack of power. In 2019, he had 207 played, or just kidding, he had 500 and. 64 plate appearances in 2019, he hit three home runs. And while home runs aren't the end-all, be-all for a like a, a, a baseball player from a like baseball standpoint, from an investment investing standpoint, you really want that power. And if he doesn't have it, it's a lot. It's much more tough to get people interested in him. Um, so while I like Bryce Durang for baseball uh, reasons, I don't love him for investment reasons. So, you know, maybe he gets called up in a couple of years to AAA and they continue using the MLB baseball, uh, which I have a feeling is not going to happen. I feel like they're going to get rid of that MLB baseball after this year, after the Yankees and Twins are about to both hit 300 home runs in a season. Um, and then you don't have that advantage. So I, I don't know. If they keep the MLB baseball, maybe he's interesting, investment-wise, because he'll get to AAA and he'll, he'll have a lot more power. Uh, if they don't, then I think he's just one of those guys that is a much better uh, 
prospect than he is a card investment prospect. Ooh, would you rather invest in looking at a 54 Mantle PSA 7 or a Trout 2011 refractor? So, Jose, I'm going to let you know that this would definitely be a better choice or a better question for Aaron. Um, if you want, you can DM this question to the Slab Stocks account and he will get to it when he can. I do not feel comfortable enough answering that question. I want to just say uh, Mike Trout, but that's because that's where my heart is. I don't have a huge knowledge of uh, uh, old old cards, so a 54 Mantle is not in my uh, wheel range of knowledge here. So I can't answer that for you, but if you give Aaron a DM at the Slabstocks account, he should be able to answer it for you. Is it a good idea to invest in Hakeem Butler or Nikhil Harry? Aaron and I are of a mind that we really only like investing in quarterbacks. Everyone else is kind of hit or miss. If I pull up pull up eBay here and um, I pull up, I don't know, who's a nice young... Alvin Kamara. If I pull up Alvin Kamara, who is one of the top... Uh, running backs in the league, obviously, you're going to see, and I go to sold listings, sold listings, and I'll do Alvin Kamara, Prism Auto, just so we have a baseline here. Uh, we've got cards that are going for, like we've got a purple crystal out of 75, it says best offer accepted, 125 is crossed out, I don't know the price, but it's obviously under $125. If you get a like Deshaun Watson purple crystal card right now, it's probably going for $125 or more ungraded type of thing, probably more, significantly more. Um, and that is where we, that is why like wide receivers and stuff, they're just not, they're not hot commodities, defensive players, running backs, they're just not hot commodities. So Aaron and I are of a mind that unless it's a quarterback or unless he is just so dirt cheap you can get him for, you know, pennies and then you think he's going to become, you know, a good player and you can sell him for a couple bucks uh, worthwhile. Otherwise, I would not invest in anything but quarterbacks for football. And that might be the wrong, that might be the wrong take. That's just our personal take. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have made uh, significant money on non-quarterbacks out there, but we don't like doing it. <clears throat> uh, yes, Eastern Carolina, that's a good point. Played in Carolina League this year. Uh, Carolina League and the uh, Florida State League are notorious for um, power, along with the fact that uh, he played in the Midwest League at the beginning of the year, which isn't notorious for lack of power, but he played in the cold and the first couple months in, because uh, he played in Appleton, which is just north of me, by about an hour and a half, it gets pretty cold in April, in May. Um, and so he played in some tough environments this year. Maybe he will learn launch angle, but I don't, it, probably not worthwhile. Usually it's a, those launch angle guys are guys that already have some power to begin with and just want to uh, capitalize on it. Bryce Terang 
doesn't really. What will it take for Kyle Tucker's prices to move? Uh, probably a, a good postseason. Get some playing time uh, in the playoffs here for the Astros and uh, get some timely hits, some couple home runs, something like that in a game or a series, and I think you'll see a nice little bump in price. Kyle Tucker is one of those guys that's going to have an issue because he already has, uh, like we were talking about earlier, he's already kind of had that high, right? He was up, 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 and then down, 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 and now he's up, up, up. But eventually people are going to stop paying these top prices for him because he's seen as a, you know, a, uh, a has-been. Kind of like something Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to go through this year because he's already been so high. So you're, I wouldn't invest in Kyle Tucker looking for like 100% profit, but you might be able to get like, you know, 20% type of thing. Um, you like Jesus Lazardo as an investment. I have every color except red. Uh, Aaron is definitely your guy for this one because Aaron was really big on Jesus Lazardo and bought a bunch of them and made a ton of money. I will say this. I don't love investing in guys that have already hit the majors. Um, I think you seem like you already had them before, before you hit the majors, which is a good thing. I personally don't love love it. I know you miss out on guys turning into Clayton Kershaw that way, but you also miss out on guys turning into Corbin Burns that way type of thing. Uh, so for every hit you may have missed on, you'll probably uh, miss on like five uh, flu- or, uh, flukes or whatever, you know, guys that end up sucking. So um, I don't know when you got those Hazel Cesardos. I like him as a player. I would like I liked him as an investment, you know, a year or two years ago. Um, I feel like you probably had those cards for a while. If you're making profit, I might suggest selling. Um, unless you're just willing to see how he does in the majors, it's always a risk though. The only time I like investing in major league pitchers is if they're super cheap. Like this uh earlier this year I invested in uh Frankie Montas because I could get I got a gold uh, refractor non-auto of his for a dollar you know so you take your chance you invest like 50 bucks and if he does well you can sell out and I was able to sell out I didn't I was waiting for him to make the all-star team and they got popped for a PED but I could have made like three times my original investment and so those are the only guys that I'm looking for uh, that are major leagues are those guys that are really forgotten about that are super super cheap and you hear some good things about them uh, out of, like, spring training, stuff like that. And then just hope that they fall into the right situation. And Frankie Montes did fall into the right situation, but he got popped for PEDs. So pretty sweet Jesus Lazardo collection, though. That's awesome that you have everything but red. You're going to have to find that red. Um, Moving on here a little bit. Joe Adele or Christian Pache? Joe Adele. I like Pache, but I think Joe Adele is just unbelievable bat. Just an absolutely unbelievable bat. Drafted a couple of years ago. He was connected to the Brewers, um, but then the Brewers went with Kesson Hira, which obviously you can't complain there. He's been, he was amazing. But Joe Adele has been way better than I was ever expecting um, and way quicker at being really good than I was ever expecting. 
So I I love Joe Dell. He's he's a complete package. Um, it's unfortunate that his cards are so expensive uh, because of uh, the uh, base autos and, and purples and stuff getting damaged. I would have loved to have had a couple of his. Um, oh, Jose got them in 2017. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, uh, Aaron and I are always ones for taking profit when possible. I know, I know it's kind of tough if you sell and then all of a sudden they go higher. But if you're making profit, I would say sell and find the next guy because there's always guys. There's always guys. Last year, you know, or two years, not last year it was Juan Soto, right? This year it was Gavin Lux. Uh, pitcher side last year, Jesus Lazardo went up. Before that, it was Forrest Whitley. This year, my pitcher I was most excited about, Josiah Gray, went up. And Aaron, when I told Aaron uh, that we should be looking into Josiah Gray, he said, Jeter Downs? I said, no, Josiah Gray. He'd never heard of him in his life. Um, that just goes to show you that there's always new guys. So if you're making profit, uh, take that profit and then reinvest into somebody else. You think Acuna update will keep going up, especially if he reaches the 40-40 club? And my second question is, will Vlad go skyrocket if he has a big season, or is the price too high already? That is a very good. Those are very good questions. Props to you. Very good questions. Um, as for the Acuna update, I do, I do think so. Uh, he's 21 years old, um, and he just joined the 40-40 club. How ridiculous is that? You know. And this is just the start. 21-year-olds like this don't just fall off a map. He's got unbelievable skills. He plays a premium defensive position. He's got speed. He's got power. He's got average. He's got on base. Excuse me. Um, it's just how high they will go in the short term versus the long term. I, I think long term you're not, looking at, you're not looking at Mike Trout because nobody's Mike Trout. But I'm guessing you could probably find it his price is to be like 75% of Mike's tr Mike Trout's, which is insanely good. So I would invest and just hold and hold for years. This is definitely a long-term play, um, not something you're going to want to invest in and then sell out of next year unless you really need the money because he is uh, he's one of those guys that is definitely on pace for uh, you know, Hall of Fame, I don't want to say, obviously there's so many things that happen in a guy's career that Hall of Fame can just disappear at a moment's notice, injuries, stuff like that. Andrew Luck is a big, a big reason for, uh, thing for that. But Ronald Lacuna looks like he's on pace for this and I'm super excited about him. So keep them. They will go up. My second question is, will that go skyrocket if he has a big season? That is a good question because... Obviously, he did not have a great year. He had like a seven. He's at like a seven eighty OPS right now. But if he has a really big season, how high can his prices go? And I don't know because you you bring up a good point. They were already so high to begin with. It's tough for people to be like, man, I want to go spend more on this guy if he's not OPSing over a thousand every single year. So even if he does have a big season, I think you might see a slight boost in pet, in uh, price, but I don't think you'll see like a 100% increase type thing.
Um, Mackenzie Gore, Aaron and I love, 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 love Mackenzie Gore. Uh, we love the Padres' developmental system. Uh, super excited um, about everything that they have going on over there, especially now that they grabbed Taylor Trammell, who is like my favorite prospect in the minors. Uh, but we'll go over Mackenzie Gore's stats here real quick. 20 years old, pitcher for the Padres, like we just said. Threw 79 innings in A-plus ball in the California League through a 102 ERA. Through 21 innings in AA to a 415 ERA. Um, but had more strikeouts than innings pitched each uh, step of the way. Uh, dealt with some injury this year. But overall, pretty good year, especially for his first taste of AA at 20. Still striking guys out. Uh, walked a few too many guys in AA, so hopefully that he'll get that under control. But of the uh, pitching prospects to be super excited about. Mackenzie Gore is definitely one of them, but everyone's super excited about him, so the prices are already, you know, uh, really high. Keep going here. I hope he becomes the next Kershaw. Definitely a possibility. Obviously, it's hard to become the next Kershaw because Kershaw is incredible, but I wouldn't give it a non-zero percent chance. Port City Cards, Acuna, question mark. Um, if you're talking about what we were covering earlier, I was covering Acuna uh, when I was talking about 40-40 seasons and stuff like that. Uh, and we're talking about his tops update. And, uh, if I think the price will keep going or stay the same, and I definitely think he'll keep going. He's on that Hall of Fame track. Um, Noel V. Marte on the rise. I really like Noel V. Marte. But not really for uh, specific reasons other than he was a uh, top international draft po- choice that, or top international uh, signing that um, plays shortstop and has some pop. Uh, we have to wait and see how he does. He played in the Dominican Summer League last year, and that really means nothing. Should never use Dominican Summer League stats as an investment, uh, as a, to gauge your investment or a rookie ball stats, or even A ball stats. I'll usually use A+, plus, but prefer, um, and it really depends on the age too. I guess if you're 17 years old and stateside and killing it in A ball or rookie ball, you're okay. But if you're a 21-year-old killing it in A ball, I don't really care about those stats. Uh... Do you think Casas base idols will drop to 20 during the offseason, and is that a good buy? So Tristan Casas, top prospect for the Red Sox. Um, first base slash third base uh, prospect. Do I think they will drop? I think generally all cards do drop. Will they drop to 20 bucks? I'd have to know what they're at right now. I suppose I could look that up on eBay real quick. Um, type this in real quick, Tristan Casas. So, Casas right now are going for 50 bucks. The last one sold for 50 bucks. So, I don't see it dropping to 20, 
I think you might be able to, and that's the last one, the one before that sold with shipping for 46 Um I think maybe you'd be able to get it in the, like, $35 range, potentially. But I don't think, I think 20 is too far. As for if, at 35 do I think it's, so I don't think 20 is, if it would drop to 20 yes, it would be a great investment. Um, but... I think maybe more realistically is 35, and I think you all know how I feel about first base uh, type prospects. I know Pete Alonso's kind of changed the market here uh, on what uh, first baseman cost, um, but there's still a little bit of an enigma about uh, guys that don't have a defensive or a premium defensive home or being an outfielder. Um, so I don't know if I was if it was if it dropped to like thirty five I don't think I'd buy. Uh, Acuna Bowman Chrome Auto or Tops Update graded. Um, so are we talking Bowman Chrome Prospect Auto or Rookie Auto? Uh, that would you know make my choice a little easier, a little more difficult. Uh, but I really like Tops Update graded. I think they always look good. I think their value will hold up long term. I, I mean, I also think Bowman Chrome Prospect Autos will hold up long term. I really don't think you can go wrong either way. You can get, you should be able to get more Tops Update, obviously, for the uh, price of uh, Bowman Chrome, uh, Acuna Bowman Chrome. So I think I'd go Tops Update long run. How much do you think the prices drop in the offseason for Prospect Autos? Uh, we were just talking about that a little bit you know because he ta- asked about Tristan Casas and they're around 45 to 50 bucks right now I don't think like I think the more people catch on that prices do drop the less prices are going to drop um but also potentially not uh, it depends on how many people are really in on the no in the know on the market obviously there's so many people that don't pay attention to outside sources uh like what Aaron and I do, they could care less what we say, and so they probably won't care about uh, what we say about the market being low in December and November, and you can invest that type of thing. So they probably won't. They will probably sell low. Um, that being said, I don't know. Maybe like a 15% drop, I guess, would be conservative. If you're looking into a guy, if he's 50 bucks, maybe try to get him for 40. That's a 20% drop, but you know. Um, cool Cards 28, is this just base, uh, baseball talk? If you're still in here, no. Uh, we can talk about anything. I mean, I know the most about baseball, but I'm always happy to talk a uh, little NBA or talk about a little uh, NFL. Um, talk a little bit about Bill Self and how he killed me and my dreams of Kansas uh, being a powerhouse for all of time because he's getting hit with allegations. So we can uh, we can talk about anything. AC cards. What do you like about Trammel? Well, for one, I like that the Padres like Taylor Trammell, and despite the fact that he had a down year, uh, they still wanted him. That's a big thing. That's a big thing in my eyes. The Padres have always been very good at uh, gauging guys. Um, number two, despite his struggles hitting and despite his struggles with power, 
he kept up his walk rate. His walk rate was almost 10%. He struck out like 5% more this year, which is a little rough. But the walk rate is, is what I love to see. His batting average on balls in play was pretty low, his lowest of his career. Um, so you up that a little bit. With his speed, you don't expect to see that low of batting average on balls in play. And he didn't hit like a billion home runs where it would drive it down. Um, so I'd expect to see that play up a little bit. And then his average will go up. His on-base on percentage is really nice. And then when he gets to AAA and the majors, he will get to have, well, specifically AAA. Uh, he gets to have that AAA baseball, that MLB baseball. And I think his power autos should go up. Um, or power autos, sorry. Power numbers should go up. Uh, the thing I'm a little worried about Taylor Trammell is that now, instead of getting to play in Great American Ballpark uh, for 82 games and getting to play at Miller Park for, like, nine and Wrigley for nine um, and PNC and, and uh, Bush, you know, all decent. Bush and PNC, not so much, but the other three are definitely hitters' parks. Now he has to move to the NL West, and if he makes the majors with the Padres, he has to play at uh, uh, Petco, and he has to play at the Dodgers Stadium, and he has to play in AT&T, or whatever it's called now. I think they changed the name. I can't remember. Um, he gets to play in the Coors and uh, Dimebacks, uh, Chase Field, which are really good hitters' parks, but three of those parks are massive compared to all of the parks in the NL uh, Central. So that's a real kind of downer for his um, for what I was expecting out of him once he hit the majors. But I still like him for AAA, and I love that the Padres went after him. Have you heard of Mason Martin? Saw I had a bit, his base auto, and it's like $20, $30. I have heard of Mason Martin. I can't really speak of him off the top of my head. He's one of those guys that is just, you know, always around when I'm looking at Bowman Chrome Autos. Uh, Mason Martin will pop up from time to time. He's Pirates' first base prospect. He's got big power. There's not much else to him. Uh, he hit 35 home runs this year between A and A-plus ball. Uh, walked 10, 13% in A-ball and 10, 11% in A-plus ball. But he struck out almost 30% of the time in both stops, which is uh, terrifying. Um, but he is young. He's only 20. He's already in A+. He is a bat-only player that will play first base. And if he moves too fast, I don't know what the Pirates would do with him because they've got Josh Bell, and they're not going to move Josh Bell to play Mason Martin. So he's kind of in a tough spot. Um there's definitely there's some potential for his autos to grow if he hit, has another 35 home run season next year, but I think I'd probably sell if I were you and take that money. Uh, hard to follow up a, a 35 home run season like that. Uh, any main difference between a Kuna update and Series 2? Cards look identical, maybe print run. Um, again, Aaron would be better at answering this than I would because I really have no idea. I uh I don't I'm not super up to date on uh like what the difference is between uh update and series two. Uh if you DM Aaron at on um, Slapstock's account he should be able to answer that for you.
What do you think of investing with, in Tatis with a back problem? Obviously, back problems are terrifying. Uh, anytime a player has a back problem, you know, it can flare up at any point. It's kind of like a pitcher with blisters. Not nearly as painful for the pitcher, but blisters tend to have uh, the ability to flare up on a moment's notice, and all of a sudden your pitcher misses like a month with blisters. So back problems are scary. That being said, Tatis has the type of talent that I would be willing to roll the dice because he's probably going to win an MVP here uh, sooner rather than later. That's how good he is. There's not many, there's not many if any, uh, 20-year-old shortstops that have ever had an OPS in the 900s. Uh, Casas has a long swing. You'll have to take Jose's word for that. I have not watched Casas uh, hit. Thoughts on Josh Van Meter? Uh, should be a. Uh, he should be a. One of those parking ticket guys with a name Josh Van Meter. Uh, thoughts on Josh Van Meter? Oh, that's that's. We talking. We talking Josh Van Meter because I've got I've got Joe Van Meter up here and he's thirty, and if we're talking about a thirty year old. Uh, there we go. That's better. Um, I don't know, having a nice year for the Reds, but, uh, can I get his Fangraphs page here real quick? Sorry. Um, he's having a nice year for the Reds, but he's very underwhelming otherwise. Has some... Has a few home runs, but that most likely has to do with a great American ballpark than anything else. Walks a decent amount, but overall he's hitting 240, 325, 415. Uh, he's 24, going to be 25 by the time next season starts. Just not a decent, a nice player to have on your team if you're the Reds. Uh, more of a, more of a uh, utility player than a guy I'd want to have every day, but. Solid player, but I would if you're if you're asking investment for investment purposes, I would not invest. Um, JGB cards first Bowman. I don't know what that's in reference to, uh, but yes, first Bowman. Um, I'm sure it was in reference to something I said earlier. I just I just can't remember. Uh, Adley Rushman cards 2020. I sure hope so. Adley Rushman's a stud. Luis Campusano, how are we looking? Luis Campusano is a Padres uh, catching prospect. Has had a good year this year. Let me look him up real quick so you can get the stats. Uh, Luis Campusano hit 325, 396, 509 um, in high A uh, for the Padres as a 20-year-old. Just a spectacular year. Almost walked as much as he struck out. Had, had on the year 57 strikeouts and 52 walks, uh, which is pretty incredible. High A is always a tough environment to hit in, and it didn't bother him. He had 15 home runs. Um, excuse me, I'm very burpy today. Uh, the problem is he's a catcher. He's in a crowded, crowded Padre system. They've got a lot of players that people are looking at, so he kind of gets lost in the shuffle, along with being, along with position. So while I really like him and I think he's really good, 
I think there's a couple factors playing against him that uh, that are unfortunate for him and everyone that owns him because he is truly a spectacular player. Uh, how's uh, Cyprian23, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? What do you think of Daniel Jones' RPA 10 from XR? Should go for should go for. Oh, that is tough. Is there one up on eBay? Can I? I'm gonna look this up real quick. Um. Obviously, you probably all know the Daniel Jones story. Gets harassed in the offseason for getting trapped at number six, then led the Giants in his first career start to a uh, a comeback victory. So Daniel Jones is obviously going to be a very exciting name. Uh. In the future, especially this this week specifically, people are going to be looking to grab uh, some cards. I see a couple uh, XR here out of ten. Okay, so we've got it for 120 right now. XR is not a great product. I don't I don't know what it would will end at. I I'll say this: it's going to end at. Less than uh, the out of 10 Prism Gold will go for. That's for sure. Uh, thoughts on DeAndre Ayton? I know you guys tabbed him a little in one of the latest podcasts. Um, DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker are definitely very interesting. Uh, they get year two of working together. Um, should be interesting to see what happens. But in the grand scheme of players I'm excited about from that draft, you know, I'm much more excited about, obviously, the Doncic's and uh, Trey Young and Jaron Jackson Jr. and even like you know guards like uh, 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 why can't I think of his name? Got got traded to, uh, from the Clippers to the Thunder. What's his name? Oh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Thank you. Uh, so guys like that are much more interesting from an investment standpoint than DeAndre Ayton. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I'm torn on DeAndre Ayton. We'll just say that. Booker's going to need the ball. He needs the ball a lot. DeAndre Ayton seems like he's going to need the ball and need the ball a lot. I don't know if that can work together. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And he's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. But he obviously is one of the cheaper uh, top ten picks for a reason investment-wise. Uh, the 2017 first Bowman Chrome Acuna and the 2018 Tops update are going for roughly the same price. What's a better buy? Um, personally, I think I like going for if it's an auto of Acuna, and this is not. I would like the auto, but I if it's just the first Bowman prospect card, I think I'd rather have the Tops update instead. And that's just me. Uh, some other guys would uh, be different. Uh, I think we might have a couple minutes left here, so we'll get a couple more. Uh, we'll get a couple more questions in here, and then. Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? What? What is this? What is this? Is there? Am, am I missing something? Um, it says here. Do you think the Padres firing Preller at the gym will affect their prospect scouting? Now this is crazy. This may be breaking news to me as I have not seen anything about A.J. Preller being fired. Uh, 
I'm trying to find this on Twitter real quick. I feel like this would be a huge, huge news if he did get fired. I can't see him getting fired. He's done so much for that, uh, for building their farm system. You at least got to let them have it play out. But if he did get fired, that would be unbelievable. Uh, and yes, I think if probably did get fired, the Padres prospect scouting would take a huge hit because that's what he's best at. Dude's unbelievable at uh, uh, getting getting prospects into the system and then getting the most out of them, at least while they're in the minors. Uh, the Padres are also a cautionary tale. When you look at their team, I just went to uh, a couple Padres Brewers games uh, at Miller Park last week, and there were times where they would have a top 100 prospect at every position and they all had OPSs under 800, including Manny Machado and Hunter Renfro, who are like their two best players. Um, obviously, they don't have Fernando Tatis because he's injured. So uh, a big warning sign to all everyone that loves to hoard prospects, thinking they're going to be the next great thing and stuff. You know, they had they have Manny Margot, who's not great. Eric Hosmer, who's not great. Austin Hedges, who is like the worst hitter in the major leagues. Uh, Luis Urias has been pretty terrible. So a big a big warning sign to all of those who uh, like to hoard prospects is that the Padres are a sign of what can go really wrong. Um, Casey Cards, thank you. Alec Thomas. Geraldo. Perdomo. Uh, DW3 Ball, I have not looked at Geraldo uh, Perdomo, but I will have to look into him uh, after this. Dude's the Greek god of on base percentage. Wouldn't that be uh, 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 Jason Veritek? Didn't they call him the Greek god of on base percentage? What? Kevin Euclid, thank you, not, not Jason Veritek. Uh, ooh, we got 30 seconds remaining. So with that, um, Thank you all for, we started out a little slow, but a lot of people joined. I'm sorry I didn't get to all these questions. Remember them for next time and or DM us. But we got 14 seconds, so I appreciate you all coming out. Uh, next Monday, same time. Wish to see you there. See you guys.